Hey guys, Gordon here. I just want to take a second and thank you for downloading our episode, listening to our episodes, sharing our episodes, tagging us on social media and helping us grow our mission. It means everything to me. And from here uh, to continue growing where we're at, please consider throwing us a small donation just to help grow the mission, support the team, support the infrastructure and continue to build the Permafit name. Thank you all so much. We love you. We'll talk to you soon. What is going on? This is Gordon and welcome to the Permafit Live podcast. Now this podcast and all of this content is for you if you feel like you've tried it all. You've tried every diet, every meal plan, every shake, every pill under the sun and you still struggle to get that weight off and you still struggle to get into the body of your dreams. That is what we do. That is what we focus on all day, every single day. And in this podcast, you're going to hear nothing but strategies and how we do that every single day. So if you get value out of this, and I know that you will, go over to iTunes, leave us a rating, leave us a review, and make sure you share this with a like-minded friend. All right. With that being said, let's dive right into the show. All right. All right. All right. We are live. Welcome to the Art of Permanent Weight Loss, everybody. And excited to talk about this one today. This is one of my favorite topics of all time. Uh, I think it is for Scott as well. So this should be a good one. So uh, right off the bat, if you are watching this on Facebook, whether you're watching it live, watching it on the replay, I highly, 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 highly encourage you to go check out our podcast. It's called the Permafit Live Podcast. It is available on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Play, all the major platforms. Go check it out. And look, if you get value out of it, because there's a ton of content there that's not here in the Facebook group. If you get value out of it, please do me a favor. Please do us a favor. Leave us a rating. Leave us a review. Be honest. What do you like? What do you hate? What needs to change? And uh, if you could do that on iTunes, that'd be awesome. We'd get that feedback immediately. We can make some changes, get the content out to uh, to you that you, you want to hear. And if it did resonate with you, if you did get value out of it, and you, and you leave that rating and review, just know that we super appreciate that. And if you have someone in your life that needs to hear those words, awesome. Share that with them and see if we can change their life too, right? So, um, and guys, if you're listening to this on the podcast and you have no idea what we're talking about when I say Facebook group, uh, we have a Facebook group. <laughs> it's a free Facebook group. It's called The Art of Permanent Weight Loss. Definitely recommend you check it out. We have content in there every single day. We do these lives in there. And a lot of these lives don't make it to the podcast. So uh, you definitely wanna go check that out. The link for all this stuff will be in the show notes. So. Uh, with that being said, we're going to jump right in. This is again, this is one of my favorite topics of all time. Okay, which is why too much cardio can be killing your fat loss and weight loss goals. And every time I say that, I get you know, especially when I say that to people in, in person, they look at me like I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. They look at me like I've got three heads. And the reality, guys, this is the truth. And so let me walk you through a couple scenarios real quick that I know I personally have experienced. I know Scott's personally experienced. Uh, and, and quite honestly, 95% of our clients have experienced this. Okay. And just been in the space for so long. I know this is something that most people experience in some way or another. And that is this, you go through this process of being overweight, unhappy with your body. You're carrying around excess weight. Okay. It doesn't matter how much it could be 50 pounds. It could be 10 pounds. It could be 40 pounds. It could be 150 pounds. It doesn't matter. And the first thing that you think of 
that you want to do, the first action you think you want to take, there's usually two, okay? But the first one you, you typically think of is I need to start doing some cardio, right? Your mind goes to the elliptical, the bike, walking, running, sprinting, Stairmaster, something like that, rowing, right? And that's usually the first thing that takes over is that. And that's where people start, okay? And before I even go any further, just I want you to understand this. Maybe you are this person. Maybe you've seen this person. But all too often, people will go down that path. They will take action on that one thing right off the bat. And they will go to the gym or they will go to their, their basement where they have some equipment or whatever. And they'll start doing cardio, okay? And they'll start doing cardio and they'll, they'll do it today. They'll do it tomorrow. They'll do it four days from now, eight days from now. They'll do it three or four times a week. And they'll do that for a while and they won't see any results. However, they'll continue doing that, okay? Over and over and over again, week after week after week, month after month, and in some cases, year after year after year. And not only do they not lose the weight, but they aren't really changing their body composition either, meaning their body fat's not going down, their muscle mass certainly isn't changing, and their clothes are fitting the exact same. And this is a trap that people fall into, okay, which I'm going to explain a little bit about how to get out of in a minute. But this is a trap that a lot of people fall into. And I can't tell you how many people, guys, I see every single week at my gym who I've known for seven, eight, nine, ten 10 years who have been going to the same gym and their routine is exactly the same. They go into the, the cardio room and they do a bunch of cardio and they look exactly the same year after year after year, which is... 50 pounds overweight, 70 pounds overweight, 100 pounds overweight. Okay, so the evidence is right there. Okay, just right off the bat. Cardio is not the solution. Again, we're going to pick that apart a little bit. But not only is it not the solution to getting body fat off, to getting weight off, it's actually a trap that causes you to stay stuck. And it causes you to, in some cases, actually put on weight. Okay, so... Uh, and, and Scott, you share that too, right? Don't you, the gym you go to, isn't there, uh, I know we've talked about this. There's a, a, a pretty big population of people that go there that have been doing the same thing, right? Year after year, and year after year, this, that they look, you know, they're, they kind of have the same struggle that they're, they're still dealing with. Right. Yep. Yeah. And, and oftentimes I think that, you know, a lot of times people feel like I know what to do. I just need to do it. Like, I can't tell you how many times I hear that mm -hmm. and where that normally comes from is at some point in the past, when they, when they gained a couple pounds, they would hop on the elliptical and eat a couple more salads and they would lose some weight. And typically it was when they were like in their twenties. Um, so they just keep thinking that that's going to get them what they want as they get into their thirties and forties and fifties. And like you said, like they, they, they stay on this cycle forever and go and go literally nowhere. They, they basically go on the treadmill or elliptical and keep running and not going anywhere. That's, that's a great, a great analogy in the sense that they, they put forth a lot of effort, but literally go nowhere. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, a treadmill by definition is actually no different <laughs> than a hamster wheel, right? Yeah. But what it also does is it creates a hamster wheel like effect in your life meaning you're taking the same action day in and day out, day in and day out, day in and day out, and not changing anything, not getting a different outcome. 
right? Yep. Which actually is a definition of insanity in a way. Now, I don't think everyone who uses the treadmill is insane, but I do think that there's a lack of understanding clearly, right? Of how to actually get where you're trying to go. And so let's talk a little bit more about how cardio is a trap. Okay. And to really understand that you really need to understand this when you're doing cardio. Okay. Maybe some of you have heard of this term, maybe not. There's a term out there as far as how your body expends energy, how it utilizes calories, how it burns calories. And the, the term is EAT, right? The acronym just happens to be EAT, right? But what it stands for is exercise activity thermogenesis, EAT, okay? And what that is, guys, is it's the amount of energy or calories that you're burning when you're exercising, okay? So when you exercise, yes, you burn calories. And when you're doing cardio, typically you're going to burn even more calories. Okay. That's just the truth. So great. Cool. And when you hear that, if I stop talking right now, you would walk away with, okay, great. If I go to a bunch of cardio, I'm going to burn a ton of calories. That's awesome. Now that's true. You will burn calories. Okay. Here's the problem. There's a misconception of how many I'm actually burning when I'm doing like 15, 20 minutes on, on the treadmill. Okay. Now, let's just, we'll pull a number here, right? Let's just say you burn a couple hundred calories in 20, 25 minutes of cardio. Great. On the surface, that sounds amazing, right? But here's what happens. When you're doing cardio, you are burning those calories, but as soon as you step off the treadmill or step off the elliptical, it stops, okay? There's a little bit of a trickle over, but basically your caloric expenditure, your calorie burning stops when you're done doing cardio, okay? So you, you know, you put your... You basically put your arterial system under major distress when you're doing cardio. Your lungs are pumping, your heart's pumping, your heart rate's through the roof, right? Um, you know, if you have an Apple Watch like me or, or a Fitbit or something, you can check your heartbeat at all times. Your heart rate goes way up, right? So you're putting your body under this major state of stress and it's going to expend energy to do all this stuff, okay? Great, awesome. You get off the treadmill, uh, maybe you're breathing a little bit heavy, right? That's because of... Uh, post-exercise consumption. Talk about that in a second. But basically, your caloric burning stops right there, okay? And in addition to that, a couple other things happen, okay? You're tired, you're worn out, but you're also excited. You have a dopamine hit, you feel good, and your energy's through the roof temporarily, right? And then the last thing, your appetite is high, okay? Your appetite is high. And so when you're doing cardio like this, the part that most people don't miss, the part that most people miss is when they get off the treadmill, when they get off the bike, when they get off the elliptical, they have this sense of accomplishment, which is amazing. That's great that you did something. That's, that's fantastic. No movement is, is, is bad. Okay. But your appetite goes through the roof and you're feeling good. You're feeling like you accomplished something. You're sweating your ass off and you start to rationalize, man, I just, had the best workout. I feel amazing. My hormones are flying. My serotonin's flying. I feel like I'm on top of the world. I know this because I've done it. Okay. And I know Scott's done it too. You do feel great when you go through a cardio workout like that. It makes you feel like a million bucks. I understand. But then what we typically do is we rationalize some appetite decisions based on that. Right. I mean, how many people here have gone through a crazy hard workout, very cardio intense workout for 30 or 40 or 60 minutes. And then you, you say things like to yourself, like, man, I had an amazing workout. Like I, 
I feel like I could eat a cow. I'm going to go eat this, you know, thing. I worked out hard today. I, I deserve it. Or I worked out hard. Like I can do this. I worked out like crazy this morning, right? Some, some variation of that. So what we do is we rationalize eating more calories, eating more food because of a feeling that we got from a workout. Okay. That happens with cardio. The problem is even though you only worked out for 30 or 40 minutes, your, your appetite goes way up. Your feeling of accomplishment goes way up, but the amount of calories you actually burned is down here. Okay. So what actually happens guys to put some numbers to this is you might burn two or 300 calories, but then you go eat a thousand. Okay. Not realizing it, not thinking about the nutrition and of those thousand, you know, those macros could be all over the place. You really don't know this, this episode is not going to be about macros. I'm not going to get into that, but your appetites through the roof. And all you typically know is that following that workout, you know, later on in the day, you may go and eat something that is, that is big, that is heavy in the numbers. Okay. Not having an understanding of what's going on. All right. Now, again, with cardio, when you're done doing cardio, when you're done on that treadmill, you're done on the elliptical, your caloric burning stops. Okay. It stops. So I like to think of cardio as like calories on demand. Anytime you got to burn some calories, go do some cardio. You will burn calories. Great. That's, that's cool. That's awesome. Okay. But the amount that you're actually burning, you need to have a lot of insight into that. If you really want to know what it's really creating for you in terms of like a caloric deficit. Okay. So let's talk about before we'll keep going on the cardio thing here, but I think it's really important to talk about this right now. So I just said that cardio creates a caloric burning on demand, meaning you can burn calories on demand. Great. But what about how do you burn calories? How do you burn body fat when you're not doing cardio, when you're not exercising? Has anyone ever thought about that? Most people think about how am I going to get this fat off me now? And they go do something and take some action to do that. Right. But what they're missing and what we like to talk about here is that instead of doing cardio, if you actually focused your energy on resistance training, then you will actually create that effect. Meaning if you were to swap out even just half of the cardio that you're doing now for resistance training, right? As long as your strategy is set up the right way and you're doing the right stuff and it's all in alignment with your goal. If you were to do that, what you would see guys is not only are you burning calories while you're actually moving, while you're actually exercising, because you will, again, EAT, exercise, activity, thermogenesis, you're going to burn calories while you're training, while you're working out. But what happens when you're resistance training or weightlifting is that you're now building muscle mass, right? And as you start to build muscle mass, you start to do this amazing thing, which is change your body composition, okay? Some of my favorite words right there nerding out on that your body composition changes guys when your body composition changes meaning your body fat goes down this is all it means by the way your body fat goes down and your body and your muscle mass goes up when those things happen your composition is changing and anytime you make a change to your composition that's in favor for lean muscle mass guess what happens you don't just burn calories while you're doing the exercise you're now burning calories when you're not working out you're burning more calories when you're sleeping. You're burning more calories when you're sitting at your desk at work. You're burning more calories when you're feeding your kids. Okay, that doesn't happen with cardio. 
Okay. Now the time invested in this, meaning the time that you have to do resistance training to get this effect versus the time that you, you know, would normally be spending on cardio is about the same. It's about the same. We always talk about that here, right? The right way to do this when it's all set up right, because there is a Goldilocks range to this, guys. We're talking about people over 35, right? Women over 35, and even us, Scott, myself, we're at a stage now where we can't train like we're 17 anymore or 20 or 21, right? And so how we actually do this for permanence is to do this the right way, where we're only working out 40, 45 minutes, maybe three or four times a week, okay? So we're, it's a couple hours across the whole week. Now, you can't tell me that you can't create that kind of time, especially at home, to get the result that we're talking about. When you, you know, Most people in this group are already spending an excessive amount of time doing a bunch of cardio. Right? So if you just substituted that out for this, you would actually see a dramatic effect. And if you get nothing out of the content that we ever put out there, like that's, that's huge. That should be a big distinction for people watching this who are still struggling. Okay. Now, again, strategy is important, right? So you need to be doing things that are in alignment with your goal. The exercises have to make sense. You can't just do a bunch of stuff that's random or your results are going to be kind of random, right? It has to be strategically together. Um, but I do want to point out something really clear here. All that excessive cardio does spike your appetite, but all that excessive weight training, I'm using the word excessive loosely, but additional weight training, resistance training, body weight training, they don't spike your appetite the same way. So when you're done weight training, you know, you could be a little hungry. You're not going to have that ravenous, like crazy appetite that you might have if you were to go do like 30 minutes of like crazy uphill uh, Stairmaster type work. Right. So um, now I know I've felt all this, but I want to get Scott's opinion because Scott has spent quite a bit of time in the CrossFit world doing workouts of the day, wads, right? And if, you've, if, you're not, if you're familiar with CrossFit even a little bit, you'll know that they focus on a lot of HIT stuff. They focus on a lot of Metcon, okay, metabolic conditioning. We'll kind of talk, touch on that a little bit here in a second. But it's very cardio intense, right? So, um, so Scott, how'd that work out for you, man? Well, other than lingering shoulder issues. <laughs> um, yeah, you know, so my, I felt stronger. You know, I felt I felt stronger because I was part of it was lifting like heavier weights. Um, part of it, you know, obviously a lot of it isn't that. Um, but in terms of how my body looked and fat loss and muscle mass, um, really nothing changed. And I did CrossFit for a while. Um, you know, I, I trained for a half marathon at one point. Uh, I did a lot of like the hit workout like beach body that kind of stuff and never really saw any result from it and i know like my wife is the same way and many of the women we worked with at permafit were the same exact way and we do that stuff because we see an infomercial or we just we associate back from like the 80s and richard simmons we associate bouncing around and doing a bunch of stuff with fitness and then all these other fad things come out like a CrossFit and functional strength and training for life. And, the, you know, there's nothing wrong. Something's always better than nothing. But what we're really talking about is the people that struggle with their body. They're carrying excess weight. They don't like how they look and feel. If we're brutally honest with ourselves, 
Yes, we want to get stronger. Yes, we want to feel better. But if we're truly honest with ourselves, we want to feel good. Like we want to feel confident. We want to look good. We want to be able to, I mean, obviously I'm not a, a female, but from talking to God knows how many women, they want to be able to like wear a bikini if they want. They want to be able to like look forward to trying on clothes and not like be like, nothing is going to look good on me. You know, so if they're honest with themselves, that's really a big percentage of what they're doing. And it's good to have the strength physically and mentally, you know, CrossFit, things like that. They push you, they push you mentally, um, which is cool. But again, if your goal is to lose body fat and build muscle mass, it's probably one of the worst things you can do. Hit workouts, um, excessive cardio is not going to get you to the promised land. And get over for years myself. So, and when a lot of women, like when they hear something like this, what they think is, okay, got it. I got to do more resistance training. So they go on Pinterest, they go on YouTube, they go online, they download some, you know, fitness app and they start plugging in some, some strength workouts. And then a month goes by and they don't really see anything because it's not really designed for them. And then they bounce onto something else and they do that for a month. They bounce onto something else and they do that for a month and they never see results. What strategy means when Gordon says strategy guys, what he's referring to is something that does work. You just got to follow the strategy and you can eliminate this whole paralysis by analysis and bouncing around and thinking about it and obsessing about it and questioning it. And you just do it and you'll get what you want. But we're, that's just, you know, unfortunately, most people take the hard road with this. They just keep, because there's so much free information out there, people associate free with good. It associates, oh, good. If I don't have to pay for this, then that's better. You know, I save money. I save money by, by it being free. Well, is that really true? If you keep, you know, obsessing about this and never getting what you want, are you really saving money? Um, so again, like there's so much misinformation in this industry. Uh, we always say that the, the bulk of the fitness and weight loss industry is borderline predatory, that it's really about short-term quick fix band-aids and gimmicks that are meant to get you to do something that they know you're not going to really do anything with it. You'll do something for a little bit and then they'll sell you something else. They'll sell you another 28 day challenge. They'll sell you another 60 day booty builder blaster workout. They'll sell you another seven minute abs. You haven't, oh, this diet didn't work. Do this one, do this meal plan, do this detox. This one has a superfood nutrient in it that that one didn't. So this one's going to work. You see the pattern here? No different with cardio. It's, it's a false belief that many women have that I just need to hammer out the cardio to get to what I, where I want to be. And we always challenge people again, like our job as coaches is not to tell you what you want to hear and be nice like a friend. Not that we don't want to be nice, but a coach's job is to tell you what you need to hear so that a breakthrough occurs. And when you keep following mainstream advice that is getting you nowhere, then you're going to continue to stay on the path of nowhere. And the problem, the real problem is that if you follow the same behaviors and approaches that have gotten you nowhere, and you continue that, but now you're in your 40s, your 50s, whatever, you will see it gets worse and worse and worse. And ask anyone that's been through this, because what most women do, if you're 40 and you're starting to struggle with your body, you go back to what worked in your 20s. You're like, I know what I need to do. I just need to do it. 
Okay. I mean, we hear that daily. So they go back and do what they know they need to do, which is more cardio, eat less, more salads, you know, brown rice instead of white, sweet potatoes instead of baked potatoes. They don't eat at night. Like they'll do all the stuff that used to work and then it doesn't work. And they're like, what the hell? They used to work. What's going on? So I'm just going to eat less. I'm going to eat less. I'm going to do more cardio. I'm going to do more, more workout, less food. And they still gain weight and their body's on to what they're doing. Right. And they stay in this cycle and they're like, now, now it turns into full blown obsession. And now it's full blown fear over what, the, and, and this is just, again, this isn't, a, this isn't like a scare tactic. This is reality. Many of you have already experienced this and you're probably nodding your head, like totally get what he's saying right now. Cause you've gone back to those things that used to work that aren't anymore. And now you're in full blown panic mode about it. So again, it, you know, it's very solvable. You can't just keep doing the same things that you used to do and expect a different result. Yeah, no, it's, it's absolutely truth. And, and, you know, CrossFit, like, so I'm actually a big fan of, of CrossFit. Okay. But here's where people get mixed up. And I'm, I'm saying this because I know there's a lot of CrossFit people here. And I actually, like I said, I'm a big fan of the the higher level like crossfit methodology like what it's really intended for but the, again this is where people get hung up crossfit's not about weight loss never has been crossfit's not about getting really into a body that you love it's not it's not about burning body fat it's not getting a certain aesthetic which is why so many people who do that even if they don't like I, let's put the injury discussion aside i don't think it's as bad as people make it out to be but it's um you know, people go through that and what they, what they develop is what you kind of talked about. Like you get stronger, you develop functional strength. You can move heavy objects without hurting yourself as much, right? That's great. Your lung capacity goes up. Awesome. Your, your, your heart probably gets a little healthier. Cool. That's amazing. Great. Um, but, and I, and I'm very, very good friends, very good friends with a owner of a CrossFit gym near me. And we have this conversation all the time and he's in total agreement and he's like a level, whatever certified strength and conditioning, CrossFit, something or other. And he's qualified for all kinds of shit. <laughs> and he's like, look, yeah, no, you're absolutely right. It's not about that. But I have people come to me and the first thing they ask me is like, I want to lose 40 pounds. I'm like, well, great. I can get you to like overhead press your body weight, but I can't, you know, you're, th this is not where you come to lose, to get into a, a body that makes you feel empowered when you see it in the mirror. Okay, this is about achieving a different type of goal. And so I really want that to be clear, guys. Okay, that is what that's intended for. And things like Orange Theory, again, not knocking it, I'm not. But something like that is about increasing your cardiovascular performance. They kind of package it as like a weight loss thing, right? But unless you've really got your nutrition super dialed in, and I mean like really dialed in, like your macros are to a T. And you're doing this like under the guidance of, of somebody like that's not going to get you where you're trying to go either. Right? It doesn't, you don't need to go to that level of extreme. Um, I know that something that people are, are, are going to be curious about because maybe they've read this or they've been taught this before are a couple of key terms. Okay. So I'll just hit them real quick. One of them is Metcon metabolic conditioning. What is metabolic conditioning? Look, I'm a huge fan of it. What it really means is you're putting yourself in a state of oxygen deprivation. Okay. I'm not going to get too crazy with this, but you put yourself in a state of oxygen deprivation so that you have an oxygen debt 
in your body that your body has to then make up. And when you do that, you have a surge of caloric burning. Okay. You have a, a surge of energy expenditure that does happen. Okay. Another term that gets brought up in this conversation is EPOC, E-P-O-C, right? It stands for excess post-exercise oxygen consumption, right? It's a mouthful. But what that, all that means, guys, is that when you're working out excessively in a cardiovascular type environment, like HIIT cardio, um, you're putting yourself in an oxygen debt. That's why when you're done, you know, you're sitting there and you're like, <sighs> you're taking those deep breaths. That's because you're in oxygen debt. Okay. Your body doesn't have enough oxygen to oxygenate your muscles, to oxygenate your blood for normal performance. Okay. And so you have to make that up. And so over time you stop breathing heavy because you're getting more oxygen in your body. Those are, those are things that very cardio intense programs will try to use to market to people to say, we're going to get you into the state of heavy, heavy, heavy epoch. And we're going to metabolically condition you so that you're burning calories, like a million calories a second, even when you're not working out, like stuff like that. Please understand. Um, those things do have a little bit of an effect. If you do hit cardio, you're going to burn some calories. Great. Okay. But that is the surface level of this whole thing. What you really need to understand is that if you want any, any scenario to, to actually become reality in your life where you are staying lean consistently throughout the year and you have that body that you look in the mirror and you feel amazing about and you feel empowered and confident and strong when you see it, the only way you're going to do that ever, this is the only way, guys, is by changing your body composition. Okay, It doesn't matter how much you condition your lungs. It doesn't matter how much you condition your cardiovascular system. That does not translate to the body that we're talking about. Is there some crossover? Sure. There's a little bit. Yeah. But again, body composition is everything here. Okay. Body composition is everything here. Okay. I'm actually going to put that in the comments because I want, I want people to understand that word. All right. Body composition is what leads to this. So, Let's let's real quick talk about like why cardio is not a bad thing because it's not a bad thing. Okay, it's not a bad thing. And what cardio is appropriate? What cardio is going to be supplementary to getting the result that we're talking about? You know, what cardio is worth doing? And because there is, and I, I I do a little bit. I know Scott does a little bit. And guys, what it looks like is and it just it, an ext like a fraction of the energy that you put into and the time that you put into training with like resistance training, which again, what do we say? Three, four times a week, 40, 45 minutes each. So it's a couple hours, maybe two and a half hours or something at the most. What you should be doing for cardio, if you want to do anything is like little spurts, like shorter duration stuff, seven to 10 minutes, 12 minutes, up maybe, up maybe 15. Okay. And, and doing this in a way where it's not just super, super, super intense all the time. Like if you're, if you're okay, so, you know, I know a lot of people who come through here, they, they actually have a, a hobby that is very cardio intense. Um, some people play like a sport. Some people are into cycling, like uphill cycling or something like that. Great. Listen, if you want to train for that every once in a while, like once a week and do, you know, something that's very intense here, or actually another way of looking at this too, is when we have a lot of clients and a lot of people that come through who go to like hit kickboxing gyms or, or something like that. And that's great. If you want to do that, I like, I really recommend just limiting that to like maybe once a week, honestly. And then if you want to do a couple other days, 
of like seven, 10, 12 minute lighter intensity cardio sessions, like walking, um, casual cycling, you know, the elliptical's fine, the treadmill's fine, the stairmaster's fine if you're into those. None of those are bad things, okay? But I would limit it to seven, 10, 12 minutes. And just so you guys know, just out of curiosity, because people always ask me, um, what I do is, so I play hockey on Friday nights when the coronavirus isn't running rampage on the United States, okay? Because the rinks are closed. But other than that, all I do is once to twice a week after I'm done training, after I'm done with a workout, I will do what I just said, seven to 10, maybe 12 minutes at the most on one of those machines. And I just kind of pick one randomly. And that's what I've been doing for years. And the reason I really do that has nothing to do with fat loss, nothing to do with body composition. It's to keep my heart healthy. It's to keep my heart moving. It's to keep my lung capacity going. That's really it. The actual benefits of cardio, which are not weight loss, not fat loss. So that I just really want that to be clear, guys. I'm going to hammer this home one more time. Body composition is what gets you to this goal. Okay. Now, how you unlock body composition, how you really get into that is, yes, resistance training, like we've said here a few times. But the other piece to that is understanding nutrition, understanding the science behind it, and having a strategy in place that maps to where it is you want to go. You know, I love the way that we describe this when we talk about strategy. <laughs> talk about uh we try to put that into like really 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 clear simple under simple to understand terms and the, and the way we describe it is like you know look i'm originally from ohio i don't live there anymore but scott actually lives in ohio um completely coincidental but you know if if let's just say i still live there right if me and scott we wanted to pack up our families together in an rv and go on a joint family road trip to see some of my family members out in glendale california cool that's awesome. Sounds like a good time. So we all, we pack up everyone, right? We got a handful of kids, a couple adults, right? In this RV and we hop on the highway and we're flying down the highway. We're paying all the tolls. We're stopping for all the pee breaks. We're stopping for food. We're doing all the stuff, right? We're doing everything. We're working hard. We're, we're checking boxes, but we're going east. It doesn't matter how hard we work. It doesn't matter how well-intentioned our actions are. We're never going to get where we're trying to go, despite putting in all this effort. Okay. And that's exactly what we do with fitness. And that's exactly what we see when people are trying to create a transformation and they're doing the stuff that we're talking about is that they're, they are at no shortage of work ethic. They are at no shortage of drive, no shortage of motivation, but guess what? Their actions don't align with the goal. Does that make sense, guys? The actions don't align with the goal. Okay, so everyone thinks that they're a fitness expert until they get into it and realize that they actually don't really know what they're doing. But then they're still unwilling to admit that maybe they don't know what they're doing. Okay, it's the easiest thing to pretend you know everything about. But I promise you, it's the thing that as soon as you learn more, you'll realize you don't know anything. And I know this from experience. Okay. Um, and then that's okay, right? Being able to like put that out there and understand that is okay. Like that's a good thing. Because as soon as you realize that, you realize that, man, okay, my growth curve here on this stuff is, is pretty high. And I, I should, you know, I should get started on that. Really understand the stuff the right way. Instead of just pretending that I know based on conventional wisdom or what my uncle said or what my, you know, my overweight aunt said or something like that, right? So, um, look, guys, you know, again, it, it comes down to body composition. It comes down to strategy. 
what I would hate to see is anyone here hear this and then continue to take action in a way that doesn't map to where it is they're trying to go. Okay, so we want to be helpful. And look, if you are stuck, if you are in this situation where you have been on that hamster wheel, and you've been doing this over and over and over and over again, you just can't seem to gain any traction. Then the best thing for you to do right now to get you unstuck is to have a conversation with us. Okay, and what that looks like, first thing you're going to do is you're going to go over to permafitforlife.com forward slash call, and you're going to book a call with us. And what that's going to look like is very simple. We're going to hop on the phone. We're going to have a conversation. We're going to look at where it is you're right, you are right now. We're going to look at where you've been stuck. And we're going to look at where you want to go. Okay, we're going to try to get you unstuck. We're going to pull all the stuff that is in the way out of the way so that you can actually make some progress. And look, if it's a great fit for us to work together, okay, cool. We can talk about that. Okay, we can see where it's a great fit. And if it's not a great fit, we're going to tell you that. Okay, and sometimes it's not, guys, and that's all right. Okay, but the best thing that's going to happen, best case scenario is like, you know, we hop on that call, we make that change, great, and, and you end up working with us, that's awesome, cool. I promise you, once you step into this ecosystem and you follow through, your life will never be the same. Worst case scenario, guys, you hop on the phone, you talk with myself or one of us on the team, and, you know, we get the strategy kind of laid out for you, and it's not a good fit, and we go our separate ways, cool. That's worst case scenario. So again, if you want to do that and at least have that conversation to see how this could actually happen for you, then go over to permafitforlife.com forward slash call and book that call. Okay. Um, other than that, guys, if you have any questions about this stuff, you know, if you're on Facebook, just drop in the comments. If you're listening to this on the podcast, just shoot us a message. But uh, Scott, do you have anything, man, before we punch out here? No, I, I really don't. The only thing you made the comment that I thought was amazing, which is that we all think we know what to do. Yeah. But if it, I, you know, and I, and I challenge from the lens of coaching, if you really knew what to do and it was something you could do, then why isn't it done? Yep. And I, again, like Gordon said, speaking from experience, I spent years thinking I knew what to do. I just need to eat healthy. I need to work out more. I need to do this. I need to do that. Why was it not done? Why was it not done? One, I know I, I now I know why it wasn't done. One, my strategy was completely flawed. And two, I had a ton of unconscious mental blocks that kept me stuck in a cycle of self-sabotaging, of starting and then stopping, of being motivated at first and then flailing out, of uh, putting myself last, of, you know, of all of these things, you know, eating healthy and then binging. I've been there. I know it. I know this story. It's, just, it's perpetual. We see it from everybody. We know what happens. So again, so permanence is not just about strategy because even with strategy, even if you had the strategy, then if you have any of those behaviors I just mentioned, then there's other things going on that need to be uprooted to make, to ensure permanence. Now, if you're just looking to get in shape for 60 days and then lose it again, then, you know, I would not recommend booking a call because that's not who we work with. We work with the women that are done. They don't want to do this anymore. They don't want to bounce around anymore. They want to be one and done and not deal with it again. And that's not like a cliched, hypey type statement that's legitimately what we care about we do not while you may be thinking in terms of i just want to look good you know 90 days from now six months from now whatever the number 
we get that and we want you to also, but we think further down the road for you. We want you to look good in three years and five years and 10 years and 20 years. We want you to not have to worry about this anymore. Cause we know what that feels like when you get to that place, when you really don't think about the stuff anymore, that's a pretty cool place to be when you're out living your life and looking and feeling great. And, and it's not even on your radar anymore. It's just, just something you do. Like there's no going back anymore. So again, the opportunity is there. Really the caveat is you being ready and willing to take action to commit to you instead of keep putting it off. And like, we got the new year's coming up. Now is the time of the year. We're hearing it left and right, you know, start my new year's resolution, January one. Like, do you really want to go down that road again? 2020 wasn't shitty enough. <laughs> like, do you really want to do that? Or do you want to actually fix it? Like legitimately permanently fix it. So again, that's a choice you have to make. You have to decide when you're ready for that. Um, but the yeah, opportunity yeah. is there for you. Yeah, guys, we're not going to convince anybody of anything, right? Well, I'm not here to wave a magic wand, okay? And if, if you're looking for a magic wand, that's not that's not us. That's not PermaFit. There's no magic wands here. We're not looking for people that want those. We're looking for people who want a success story. We're looking for people that want, want to create permanent transformation, okay? Like we've done and like we've done for so many of our clients. And if that's you, awesome. Let's do it. If that's not you, cool. Stay here. There's a lot of content here that'll probably help you, right? And when you're ready, let's do it. And again, guys, uh, the, the link to do that is permafitforlife.com forward slash call. So we're going to punch out here. I uh, hope you guys have an amazing rest of your Thursday. Let us know how we can support you. Let us know how we can help you. And uh, we will talk to you guys soon. See you in the next one. Take care, everyone.